Bruce Whitfield on The Money Show. 6 to 8 p.m. Heck with Toby on a Monday evening. Toby Shapshack, of course, is the chief at Stuff Studios. And OpenAI has got this thing called Sora. What is Sora, Toby? Because I asked ChatGPT today to do something for me using Sora, and it gave me a whole bunch of text and nothing else. Well, Bruce, it's because uh, uh, ChatGBT doesn't like you. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this. Um, you it's joined the club. It's know, worked it out. You see, it is intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, you're just not respected by generative AI, Bruce. I'm, I'm really sorry. Actually, it's still uh, it's still a closed beta for academics and other people who are looking at how to solve the problems. Sora is from the Japanese word for sky, meaning, you know, open, abundant creativity. Um, what's fascinating about it, Bruce, is it can generate incredible video footage. And I'm, and I'm looking at, at, at one of these images, uh, which is a bunch of woolly mammoths running across the snow towards you as, you know, one often experiences with woolly mammoths who've been extinct for, I don't know, 200 million years. Uh, and we would do anything for snow in Joburg right now, wouldn't we? But what's quite profound yeah. is, is, is with very simple prompts. Well, not, you know, complex prompts but still a verbal a, a written prompt you can create these incredible videos and the videos they released are the are the woolly mammoth running there's another one of um it looks like a drone kind of zooming in on two people holding hands walking down the street in tokyo snow covered their cherry blossoms I, I wouldn't imagine cherry blossoms would be out in the winter but it looks really really incredible there's another one of like a small furry monster staring lovingly at a candle soft light warmth and and what's fascinating bruce is that this this just shows you the power of artificial intelligence and and what it can do it's also a bit of a warning in terms of of misinformation and disinformation and that's why uh open ai have only released this to academics and other people who who work on this on, on what's, they, they call it red teaming. So you look at how it could be potentially misused and what, you know, what, what things people could do with it that are bad. My favorite one is, is a, uh, it looks like, it looks like, uh, origami, um, of a coral reef. The prompt, the prompt is really interesting. The prompt is, I'll read it to you. A gorgeously rendered paper craft world of a coral reef rife with colorful fish and sea creatures. And you see uh, a turtle made out of origami, a little seahorse made out of origami. And, and it's just beautiful. I've loved origami. I've been making it since I was a teenager. There's a secret about me you didn't know, Bruce. Uh, the depth of my personality. No, but but it, it just shows you the the potential, you know, I often say to people, it's called generative AI because it generates something. And this is what's, this is what's astounding. You know, it's like by the time, you know, my kid, my kid's a lot younger than your kids. Um, by the time my kid is doing these projects in at high school, he'll be using chat GPT. And of course, lots of people go, well, where's the creativity in that? What are you going to do? You know, you, you your kids aren't going to have the experience we had as kids. Well, you know, technology moves on and technology allows you to do pretty amazing things, I think. Um, you know, there was a time where I would go study at the library uh, for, you know, in primary school to look up 
books that I needed, even though my parents had a, a full set of Encyclopedia Britannica. Now you, you don't, people don't go to a library. They, they search for it online. They look for it online. Yeah. It's an evolution of, of technology. So now you can do things like, you know, generate something like a woolly mammoth running, three woolly mammoths running across the snow. Looks like alpine splendor. You know, the, the mammoths are, well, well, woolly. You know, they, they kind of look like, um, uh, mammoths as one would expect mammoths to look. And, and what, what we see is, I mean, I'll give you a practical, a practical application, Toby. Yeah. I'll give you a practical application. I wasn't asking it to do my work for me. I was simply asking it saying, do a promo for this particular podcast series. I put the name of the podcast series in anticipating that it might be able to go onto the internet and find the podcast series. And I put some details in. Um, and it gave me a wonderful script for a promo, but wouldn't give me the promo for the reason you've explained. It's still being tested, but suddenly I had access to something that would cost me tens of thousands of rand to generate via a production company with production people. And I'm sorry to um, be even considering, you know, uh, limiting their lunch. But for a small business, it's a wonderful opportunity to say, create something eye-catching and magnificent to promote X, Y, Z. And suddenly you've got access to tools that are not available to mere mortals like, like me. Yes, yes, and I and I agree with you that you are a mere mortal, um, <laughs> but it but it is you know I'm looking at this Tokyo one and 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 it like you it looks like a drone hovering over a Tokyo street, zooming down, watching a guy in a blue jacket and a woman in a black jacket with a bob and her hair is swaying backwards and forwards and follows them as they walk down. I, I, it's extraordinary, and it and it I think it's kind of defeatist or reductionistic to say creativity isn't as good as it was when we were kids or, you know, that what you can do with technology because technology evolves. You know, I, 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 what we learned or what we did, you know, I love looking in encyclopedias and as an avid reader, I was telling my son who's six the other day that, that the reason I know so many words is every time Boba, which is Yiddish for grandmother said, I asked her what a word meant. She'd say, look up in a dictionary. So I've been looking at dictionaries yeah. my whole life. What do I like about the Kindle or reading on a phone or a tablet? You just select the word and you can look it up and you learn new words all the time. You know, I mean, it's kind of strange living in South Africa that occasionally I forget the, the meaning of the word venal. Um, so I, I look that up occasionally, you know, just to remind myself of what, what the description of the ANC really is. But I'm using a dictionary. I'm just using a dictionary in a much more functional way. In yeah. the application that I'm using, and I still read excessively and, and, uh, you know, voraciously on a, on a Kindle. And they're often words that even, you know, you or I don't know. And I look them up and, and it's, it's, it's a demonstration to me of how much easier it is to, to use technology that it's appropriate, that helps you, that, that is functional and useful. So uh, I'm kind of in two minds about it. Yes. It's possible to to generate things that you could never have done before, but it's also foolish to think that that this kind of new technology is not going to evolve, evolve, and it's not going to make it possible for us to do things. Mm. You know, in a fascinating interview last year with a guy who was a who was a Toby, you can have to hold the thought of the fascinating interview. Thank you, Toby Shapshak, Tech with Toby, on a Monday evening.